listening out there. Listen, obviously we done started. Oh, let me take my gum off. Let me get my... We ain't editing this party. Shit. Let me get my shit together. All right, I have to put you on pause for a second. Good morning. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Puff Puff Get. I'm Mish. I'm fed up. That's <laughs> yeah, because this is first of all. Obviously, I am like. We are recording at a location. In the dark. In the fucking dark. In no. the dark. Like, I pay my bills. Like, why are the lights not on? Like, we are really sitting in the dark. Like, this is like on some key sweat, quiet storm type shit. This is the quiet storm. Like, no, no. Cue the thunder and lightning. Like, I wish y'all could see this shit. Like, it's really in the dark. This this is unacceptable. And I'm writing a bad I review. I paid my dues. I yeah. paid my dues. This damn studio should be lit. Literally. <sighs> oh, God. Anywho. Welcome. Anywho. Yo. So, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> have you been watching the news? I have not. Like, I don't even know. I didn't even know what the weather was going to be today. All right. Oh. It's, it's really not funny. What's going on? It's not funny. Okay? Let me just put that out there. But I do laugh at shit that's not supposed to be funny. So, in Washington State, me being a dodo bird, I did not know cougars be, like, running free in the parks. Did you know that? I mean, I don't think, like, on the playground. I'm saying, like, the state parks and stuff. Oh, no. Why? Why are they? Girl, I don't fucking know. These two bicyclists. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, you know, it's about to go left. Dun, dun, dun. They was riding their bikes. Fucking cougar was tra- trailing them. And then came out and started unleashing the, well, not dragon, but the, the claws, beast. the beast <laughs> on them. Right? So they, like, I guess trying to get them off and everything. No. So they slapped them with the bike. That's... <laughs> really, no? Really? No, listen. No. Bike slapping up. Slap slap the shit out the cougar, right? So the cougar ran back. Uh So the guy was trying to help his friend. I guess, you know, you all just, uh, you know, trying to get yourself together. The cougar came back, dog. (laughs) (laughs) The cougar was like, oh, no, bitch. Not today. Came back, like, jumped on the boy's head. Like, it was bad. Dragged his friend away. <laughs> so the other one, I was like, "This is not funny. So, that's not funny." It's and we're laughing. It's not. It's not. It's not funny. It's not farewell. But no, one not, of them died though. Oh, the one that he dragged away. You know what? That's not. That's not the point. All right. So he had to get on a bike, ride two miles. I'm like, why? Why you gotta ride two miles? It was no reception. No cell phone reception. So he had to ride all the way down. And then get the, I guess, I don't know, the patrol, whatever. And they came back. So the cougar, when they came back, was standing on top of the bull, like, looking down on him, like, yeah, got one. That cougar was a nigga. Yes. (laughs) Like, he was on some savage shit, right? Then when they came back, you know, he on top of the dude, like, yeah, you know, got one. And then, I guess he went up in the trees and was like, laying in the trees and shit, no. like watching the body that he just snatched up. Like y'all not taking my pill today. They killed him though. You Aww. know they euthanized the cougar. Oh no. They talking about some disease or some shit. Maybe he was sick. I'm like, oh, he, no, bullshit. He no, he was. Yes. Who's was? Who was in whose space? That's all I need to know. 
Well, now since I know that they being state parked, I mean, I don't know if it's, I mean, shit, we did just have a coyote a few weeks ago. So I'm just saying, if they ride right through the streets. Y'all keep cutting down their homes and all this shit where you want them to go. I have deer near me. Do you? Yeah. Do they Deer like, and fox, like foxes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they be, they be like, the do they be like gang ganging outside? No, they see you and they be like, just, if, if, are we cool? We cool. You don't do nothing to me, I don't do nothing to you, and you go about your day. And I say, you know what, I respect that. Yeah, leave them alone. this is your habitat, we just happen to abide in it. I agree. Leave listen. them the hell alone. Leave them alone. Let them, listen. Mm-mm. Girl, that Cougar story, I don't know why it just had me off, wrapped up. Like, I was like, he snatched they at, yo, when they said he slapped them with the bike, though, I cannot stop laughing. Yo, I can only imagine what that shit look like. Yo, Slap really? the shit out of my pack. Cougar was like, oh, you know how like you get slapped, you had to take it back. Like, whoa, let me, let me, let me get my thoughts together. Like, did you just about to be deep, right? Did you just slap me with a bike? <laughs> this is my bike, punk. That's what the cougar was saying. Oh man. Okay. No. Okay. Funny. It's really not. It's not funny when you think about it. It's Somebody really... lost their life. I know. That's not the part why we laughing. No. I really was laughing because when they say he slapped them with the bike, I was like, he beat <laughs> The shit out of them uh, bikers. Animal abuse, though. What? Euthanizing them? That and also slapping. slapping Well, bitch, if I'm getting attacked by a cougar. Well, why am I near a cougar? (laughs) Why the cougar near me? Well, no, who lived here first? Who who existed first? I was riding my damn bike. Oh, gosh. Shoot. (laughs) Well, maybe. Never mind. I don't know. We're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Hopefully you guys' weeks are going well. Um, let us know how your weeks are going. You know, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, email. We do all of that. Yeah, smoke signals. We're here. Carrier pigeons. Um, <laughs> all right, Mike Tyson. <laughs> hey, listen. Carrier pigeons are very efficient. Well, see, you guys take it for granted because we now live in a, a modern-day society with fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> we don't appreciate the pigeons We don't, we don't no appreciate more. the pigeons. Well? The pigeons was here first. I guess they was getting work done. The Plymouth Rock landed on the pigeons. <laughs> or, the pigeons. <laughs> or the pigeons landed on the pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here. It's, it's no circulation. There's no circulation, no light. Guys. Y'all better appreciate this episode, okay? Because we, I'm about, to see, Brian, I'm about to take my wig off in here. It's getting serious now. Yo. How about the shenanigans? Oh, man. Moving right along <laughs> as much as we can. What's your joint of the week? Because I got a few. Oh, you have a few joints. Listen, it's been that kind of week. I actually really have one. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm so proud. I've been on a quest for some new music. So I was in, I was in Century Twenty One this past week, and they got some cute shit for like a discount. Uh, well, all right, let me back up, back up. They do sell like designer stuff. Uh, they ain't part of my ministry, but they do have like some little cheap dresses, like you know, right up our alley, you know. So for the budget nista and you, so I was in Century Twenty One, boom, in the bear. You know, I always got pee wherever I go. <laughs> She has the world's tiniest bladder. Yup, baby bladder. I am here. <laughs> so I'm in there. Boom. So I'm sitting there and I hear this little song. So I'm like, Siri, what's the name of the song? So Shazam it. But I've been hearing it like in my travels. But I'm like, who is this? So my joint of the week 
is Charlie Puth. Charlie who? Charlie Puth. Oh, now you probably don't know. The song is called Attention. Give me some tunes. Give me some tunes. All right, girl, I don't know the lyrics. I don't. I don't. Listen, it was over the weekend. I hear it all the time, but I don't really know the lyrics. All right. Do you know the song with Wiz Khalifa? This is when Paul Walker died, right? Okay. So they came out with the song, When I See You Again. Yeah, that was. Okay. That's him singing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he has a new album out. I've been listening to it. It's all right. It's nice little, little jams, you know? But Attention... It's mm-hmm. like, uh, nice, snappy fingers. Oh, get it. Oh, that's, that's what the song what gives the me. Hell are you doing? That's, that's, that's what the song gives me. Oh. When I hear it, I was like, oh, it got a nice little bass. I wonder if he played guitar. Right. He might. Yeah, but I, I really like the song. You really should. I'm going to watch. I'm going to send it Please. to you. I'm going to send it to you tonight. Send it to me. Watch, you're going to be grooving. But that's my joint of the week. Nothing special, nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. Nope. What well, about you? Time. For the naturalistas, the natural sisters, the curly girls of the world. Mm-hmm. This goes out to y'all. You know, the natural hairs. Frizzy baby hairs, because we all suck that down. No, no gel on the baby hairs, baby. So, I, atti- I, have not, I have not been taking care of my hair how I should, being a natural girl. I have not. And... I took it upon myself. You know, you live two lives. Your, your hair have one life of its own, and it's you have another. Agreed. And I, obviously, my hair was not here for my ministry at all. So what did it do? Nothing. <laughs> obviously. Did you not see? <laughs> okay, guys. So <laughs> I wash my hair, condition, you know, then my leave-in, all that stuff. Put my natural oils and whatnot, my berries and juices on my hairs. Braided it down, and then at the ends, I put little curling brides on it, and I don't know, I guess I had the bright idea of doing my hair at, like, 9 o'clock at night, knowing that my hair is super thick. Hella thick, girl. It was not going dry. But I felt like if I put my dryer on it for at least a half an hour, it would be dry. No, no, son. You got a hooded dryer? I do. I have the hood that attaches to the dryer. Okay. And so, I did that, and I'm like, ooh. I felt some dry spots, so I'm good. I went to sleep, got my snooze on, woke up in the morning like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to be out here rocking my, my waves and curls and Mm-mm. my braid out. Oh, no, it wasn't here for that. And my hair was like, no. no, not today, honey, not this week. See, when you do your hair, when you set it, when you're not sure, you got to wake up extra early. You do. Yeah, because your hair will turn against you. Oh, it did. With so a vengeance. With, and so what I had to, I took out my hair and I took out the curling, you know, the rides. My hair was still wet. When I tell you, it was all but not dripping. Like, you know how it's still yeah. wet, but it's not. Still wet. My hair was so wet. It, and it was nice and curly, but mm-hmm. it was wet. But this so, not the weather for that. It's not at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up, you know, I had two braids that loved me back. Two braids that loved me back. And you had some sealies. In the front. You I said, you know what, I'm going to pin them to the back, and I got me a curly poof, and that's what I'm going to rock all week as I go to work. Say something to me if you want to. You know what, speaking of, I had this man try to touch my hair today. Oh, bitch. Oh, oh God. I almost cougared him. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Don't touch my hair. Don't even look like you're about to touch my hair. Don't what even would, look like what you want to think about you to touch my hair. What would possess you to want to touch my hair like? 
Yo. Wig, no wig, natural, whatever, extensions. I don't care. Don't touch anything on my person. Like, my hair has feelings. It does. It has a lot Obviously, because it it's working against me. So what makes you think that you can touch my shit? Listen. So that's my one joint of well, death is ready to go. <laughs> Yo, when I tell you, just what's the next one? I'm the curious. next one is 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 this craziness that happened when I was watching TV. This lady, like a enraged customer. How can you be so enraged? I don't know. She nope. threw her feces nope. nope at a cashier. Like nope. nope. I'm pretty sure some of y'all may have seen it, like, the video, I seen it on, on social media, on Instagram. Nope. Yo, when I tell you, my heart went out to that cashier, because he's How she shit die. so fast, though? It was on cue. That, I, I ain't... That, that poop was on cue. I ain't trying to get all, you know, extra, but you gotta taste some, eh, eh, some grunting to get it out. She was ready to go. That jaw was nice and steaming and on cue. That was some scat <laughs> kind of fetish. I would have got fired that day. I'm like, not- no, I don't think... <sighs> Bitch, it would have been caramel macchiato no. all over this jaw. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, no. my... I would have went crazy. So, the only thing that makes this the joint of the week for me... The most, first of all, throwing poo, throwing any bodily fluids is not in my ministry. It's we horrible. don't support them. Listen, it was the man that was behind her. Your eye was in tears. Was he sitting in the chair? He was he- walking like he was walking out the out the 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 restaurant or store wherever. He came back and sat there <laughs> like he knew it was coming. I probably would have been ready for the drama too, though. Yo. But I just don't understand how everybody else in that video was, like, kind of sitting around, like... Just looking. No, he was walking. Pay attention to the video. He was walking like he was leaving, and then he doubled back and said, oh, ho, something about to go down. And sat down, and it looked like at the end, like, his girlfriend or just another lady walked up to him, like, what the hell are you doing here? And I wonder if she said, like, you know what? I'm going to shit everywhere. You know, I'm sick of this. I'm going to shit everywhere. And then he probably didn't take it, like... For, you know, I guess he took it for granted, and or maybe she really he, he figured hope, high hopes, and that was his fetish. Oh well, she did. Listen, I, well, I don't know. I would have sued Starbucks for pain and suffering. I don't even like, know if it was Starbucks. It's pain that I can't, or I can't even. I'm chasing her around this parking lot. I'm about to put the paws <laughs> on her. Like, I would have sued them for pain and suffering if I was like the barista. <clears throat> oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, I would have definitely no. been getting paid workman's comp. Yeah. I'd have been like, I'm mentally Work- disturbed. Like, I can't mentally function right now. Yeah. Like, now the sight and smell of any type of... I'm emotionally distraught. Yep. Yep. And I'm I need... can't work this way. Nope. I came today to just get a paycheck and give good customer service, and obviously somebody had... Now I can't even go to the bathroom mind. now. Now, now, now I'm just all messed <laughs> up in the head. I can't even go to the bathroom now. Yeah. Child, I would have lost it. I know I would have lost my mind. Like I would have been trying to chase her. Like even if we went to court, I probably would have been trying to chase her in, in like the courtroom because I'm like I can't let you live. Like I have to like, get you. I have how, to get you. What type of insanity? Like what gets you that upset? But when she grabbed the napkins, like she, oh say, that was premeditated. Murder, so like, she no, knew that was premeditated. See she she ain't been, see that was suspicious because she went and grabbed the napkins first. She ain't had no, she ain't had no cup, no nothing. 
Mm-mm. But you need napkins for. They got me questioning anybody that's grabbing napkins. Yeah, like, so what Black are you doing? Black people don't even take no napkins no more. No. Mm-mm, because I'm looking at you. And be like, oh, so she about to sharp right here. Right here. Child. So let's move on. Oh, you got another joint? Oh, no, that was, that was my... <laughs> That was my oh, cause like you was you was sick. Both of them, yo, I was out done, out done. So like, what do you use for your hair these days? I, I am a product junkie, mine. so I I usually just okay. A staple is no. This is not a paid advertisement or anything. Is um the as I am uh co wash like it's like a coconut co wash okay and i get in there get my grooves and stuff but i'm a product junkie send me products i'll try them and i'll give you feedback yeah i need to find something new for my hair because yeah. i don't know it seemed like now it's like dry but then it's I, I don't know it's like i'm in a weird phase right now i don't i don't know if my hair like she's changing i have no idea but i'm getting a better curl pattern oh yes like the wash and go yeah i still won't do it because as soon as i hit the air it's like oh no uh, but I when i wash it i'm like wow look at my little curls oh cute 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 the only thing i do love though and i do recommend people getting i don't care like what type of hair you have is the steamer. It's like a little steamer you can buy on Amazon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yo, when I tell you my hair was like so hydrated for days. Really? It was hydrated for days. Like, I had got my hair pressed out for the first time this year. And the girl, she put my hair, you know, like the steamer. And I'm like, ooh, let me try it. When I tell you my hair for three weeks, close to a month, it was still hip. Body. It was, you know, it felt hydrated. It looked hydrated. It wasn't dry and breaking off and brittle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, more bouncing. I need to get it. That's an yeah. I need to purchase. find a new uh, yeah, a new hair hair regimen because um, yeah, it's getting old. Yeah. So, Miss Megan Markle and Scruffy Harry, don't do that. Why are you playing him like that? There. Why? Why? Come on now. You can't tell me he ain't the cute little brother, little redhead. Hey, he You know what? I mean, I don't know. Okay. So what did you think about her gown? Her gown, her gown was right for her. If that's what she liked, I feel like her veil and her tiara, her current, you know, her crown and her her veil had more detail than her dress, but it was it's just for her, you know. She like it, I love it. Okay. Obviously, I understand. No, I mean I understand. Simple sometimes is better. I mean the 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 tiara and the train on that veil was everything. Yes. Okay. It was like, oh no, I'm still walking. Oh no, I'm still coming. But that gown. What? Like, it was just like, when she got out the car, I was like, girl, what? Did you feel like, and why am I waiting for this? Yeah, it was like, you know what, let me just turn back over to shade room going before oh, the rest gosh. anyway. And then, um, what was I about to say? Vogue magazine reported that her hair and makeup was 18,000 something. No, sis. Not I, said the duck. Mm-mm, I, overpriced. What? She even looked. I mean, she looked great, like fresh face, but um, could have got a better style, a better style, you know, hairdo, whatever. 
for like one hundred twenty five dollars. Like, she could have got one of her cousins, like, yeah. and some weave. Maybe Is that bundle? her hair? I well, she like has like kind of curly yeah. hair. Yeah, she, she probably got a few tracks up in there. You know, a few bundles maybe. Of course, who wouldn't? But the queen and all them was not ready for that choir. I feel like she made up for it though. She said, "You know what? My wedding about to be the best of all times." The choir sound great. But see, that was a safe choir, in my opinion. Like, yes, it was a black choir, but it wasn't like praise dancer running down the aisle crying, saying something about the name Jesus. You know they play that song every time somebody praise dancing, and then they be crying. Like, it wasn't that. They wasn't ready. Like, this was black church, not black church. It's a difference. There is a difference. <laughs> there is an extreme difference. I, I, I felt like she made up for it. Like, what her, whatever her dress was lacking, even though I don't think it was really lacking oh, yeah. anything. It was just, it just, it was simple. She said, I'm naturally beautiful. And she is a beautiful this woman. Is, she is. This, this is who I am. Take, take me as I am. And girl, I'm, I understand, but. Yeah. Sheesh. I mean. I did find, uh, like, something interesting about her. Like, because really, I just knew that she was, she acted on Suits. You know? Did you watch Suits before? I never watched Suits. Yeah, so, oil y'all stop crying like, oh, I watch Suits. Nah. Lies. Lies. Nah. No, y'all didn't. But, she is a feminist, an activist at an early age of 11. She was on um, a show. I don't, I think it was like a show or like a mini documentary. It was on Nickelodeon, girl. On Nickelodeon? Yes. Back in the 90s. Really? Yeah. And she was, she spoke out against um, Procter and Gamble's ivory soap commercial at 11 years old, and was like, you know, she didn't like how they made it seem like only women can wash dishes and like do housework. Oh, they were still doing that shit in the 90s, huh? Yes, girl. And like she spoke out against it. She wrote a whole letter at 11 years old and everything. And I, well, what is it? Procter Gamble. The Ivory commercial, mm-hmm. they changed it. Really? It went from women something like don't don't quote me on this. Look it up. But it said like the the phrasing changed from women to people. Good. Yeah. At That's actually old, very. At eleven, what was I doing? Chasing little bow wow around, trying to be uh, his girlfriend. Harlem shaking around. I was. I liked um, B2K. Yeah, me too. Was B2K Alvin all of eleven? I don't know. I think yeah. I think like when we was around like twelve, thirteen, yeah. it kind of came. But Bow Wow was definitely out. Oh yeah, I was going to concerts. Yeah, that's when he wasn't lying as much, right? <laughs> and he was cute. Yeah, he was. You know, I don't know what he does now, but nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he lies. He lies. <laughs> you lie. That's what you do. You lie. <laughs> but yeah, so. Like, oh, did you even read, like, her um, her bio that's on, like, the royal website? I did. I find that they really show, like, her trailblazer side. Like, yeah, I actually thought it was really refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was good. And it said that it was something that they needed. That's good. So, I mean, I think she'll be a great addition to the royal family and kind of shake some things up. Yeah, definitely. But um, <clears throat> if Megan's going to shake, I need her to shake some of these rules. Like what? <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm definitely ready. All right, so these are some of the things that she, you know, cannot do. I mean, posting selfies. I mean, okay, okay, that's not. All right, cool, whatever. Go shopping by herself. Okay. Very cool. She's royal now. All right, has social media accounts. 
She kind of like cut that off a few months, like way back when. Yeah, but none of them do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess what you need social media for. I mean, you're royal. I'm the Duchess. <laughs> right. Like, what more can you like? <laughs> I am the stunt. social and the I'm media. Just stunt. What do you on mean? Stunting. Vote in British elections. And see, she's still. I think she's still an American citizen. So she has to decide. I don't know if she is has she to gonna decide give... whether to give up one. Like, can you have two? Amer- yeah, I know some people can, but when you're royal, I don't know if you can. Oh. That's a question. If you know the answer, let yeah, us know. Yeah, please write us under the comments or something. Mm-hmm. All right. This one, I ain't feeling it. She cannot wear bold color nail polish. What? What if I'm spilling, she feeling just, spicy? Like just pastels, maybe? Yeah, like all those natural earths. Mm. That's boring. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little dated. That's a, That's dated. Yeah, I I ain't really feeling that too much. Sign autographs? Well, yeah, so they won't, like, um, you know, forge her signature or Uh, something like that, which is understandable. Cool. Got it. And, oh, okay. First of all, Queen Elizabeth number two. So she can't go to sleep before the queen. How would she know what time this? Well, if they're in Kensington Palace. I mean, I don't think they all, they have, like, different wings or whatever, but... So, I mean, like, do somebody come and let you know, like, hey, the queen sleep now so you can go to sleep? But what if the... I don't know. the queen is, like, an insomniac? Like, I got... She just can't sleep. Like, I'm not saying that for you. Somebody better give her a little don't old ass some melatonin and, and put her to bed. Listen, she needs some NyQuil, and it's gonna be that. <laughs> listen, I, I... Listen, I don't know if that's some bull, but if it is... I mean, if it's the truth, that's really sick. Yeah, that is extremely, like ancient like you cannot sleep before the queen what? no girl bye i just if been I'm out sleeping, all day i'm gonna sleep when she get pregnant she's gonna be tired i wonder if there's like clauses and like oh like little asterisks but if you're pregnant or if you got a headache it's time, time to month queen elizabeth go away girl uh and wear short dresses i mean that's understandable but i can't get with some of that attire classy yeah but i mean just because you want to that i say what if i want to wear a fashion overdress to that no boo no apparently not obviously we'll see i wonder she hit shoot the hemlines is around her damn neck (laughs) true no i mean why would she be thotting about the sahari in the room but i feel like that's something that's under the sacred marital category like you know that's something that they'll do in their rooms i guess or maybe around the palace i don't know or she can't show she can't show her bare legs so she got wear stockings yes like the opay holiness i don't know or maybe like the ones that's like close to her skin tone oh okay i mean i I guess but you get that thing gotta breathe sometimes I, <laughs> How long do you wear the stockings? That cat got the breeze, so no, I don't want stockings all the time. Ew. What? First of all, for real, Dash. I listen. I wear stockings, but sometimes I don't. But that's me. I'm not royalty. Yeah, true. I mean, we're all royalty. See, yes, I'm a child of God. Royalty, royalty, sure. royalty. No, that I'm was a child royalty. of the nope. king. Agreed. And she can't like. I guess be an actress anymore. I understand it, cause then that's like you're 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 now taking on a new role. 
Like you have a, it's like a new job. You're doing your a new job. So like for life. I know they do a lot of uh you know humanitarian work, but it's like mm-hmm. so what else do you do? Mm. You just like kind of is un- that under is Dutchess? that not enough for you to be a humanitarian? Is that <laughs> not enough? First of all, what you won't you do is make me feel bad. No, no, skirt <laughs> back up. Humanitarian work, I would not mind. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just like. So then, what else do you do? He, she does Harry from now on. I guess so. I, you know, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a job in itself, and it's very rewarding. Well, then, may I mean, but, some people do have yeah. satisfaction of helping giving. others, yeah, and give, giving. I mean, that's totally understandable. And holding a royal status, you know. True. I mean, I guess for some of these things are like small compared to. The greater thing, so maybe it's not such a big deal, but I just think it would be such a shock, like to her being an American. Yeah, it's like, bro, what? Like, I feel like they were like once they found out it was serious enough, they started probably grooming her. Yeah, because you know you don't. I don't know what the daily lives of these people are like, but when you're, especially once you're engaged, I feel like they really start like preparing you for the role you like you're about to step into. True. True, true, true. And, I mean, well, this ain't a big deal. Sitting with her legs crossed. So she has to sit with her ankles crossed as opposed to sitting with her legs crossed. And this is called the Duchess Slant. But your mom ain't never said cross your legs. Like, not in the cross into, like, the sexual kind of position yeah. at the knee, but, like, at the ankle. I feel like that anyway. Yeah, I got big legs. <laughs> I was royal. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Uh. I got big legs, so these little cankles got the slant. Listen, for my sure. leg will fall asleep <laughs> in a second. I am very bottom heavy. So you get that tingling like, oh, sensation, like, Whoo. I can't even walk for Yeah, let me, let me cross my ankles. Yeah, we've we been on that, Megan, because oh, no. we thick them. So. Got it. <laughs> leg fall asleep. You well, shouldn't okay. be sitting with your legs all cocked open anyway. No. As a as a woman, I mean, unless that's your thing, I guess. But as a woman, you should be graceful and oh. dirty at the same time. I guess. Cross dirty, your legs at the Dirty ankles. Harry. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of What that. the hell? <laughs> well, congratulations to the Royals. Yeah. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Have a happy life. Yeah. Megan, go there and slay. One more thing. What? Have you noticed that Prince Harry and Carson Wentz look they alike? Do. They look like they're twins separated they at birth. I'm How about Joe say he saw Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz was trying to act like ain't nobody see him. I think it was like in Panera Bread or something. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. He was trying to like be all low-key. Carson, hey, Carson. Yeah. How are you? Soul brother. So... Congratulations to the uh, Duke and Duchess. The newlyweds. Get it, girl. So. She secured the bag. Didn't she? Oh, yeah. The royal bag. Mm. How, how about that? The queen did look a little sick. When Shout the... out to the friend, though, that matched them up. I, that's a, a good friend. And my coworkers asked me, they said, uh, would you ever go on a blind date? I said, if I'm if I'm being set up with royalty, sure. <laughs> Blind, uh, a blind date before. Blind date. Really? Never. It was it was like weird at first because I didn't know who I was looking for. Of course. Like, I mean, well, dirt and dirt. And then when the person date. showed up, and here I go text my friend, bitch, why you set me up with this fat man? Like, oh, no. <laughs> Body shaming. I know. I was terrible. Like, but 
No, honestly, yeah. over time, like, really grew and liked the person. But, you know, hey, shit happens. Hey, Moving right along. Sometimes you need to be just friends. Yeah. But, no, like, my, I mean, that was, like, my first and, like, last experience. But it was pretty cool. Cool. So, to move right along, did you buy some Savage? I did not. By Fenty? Not yet. It's, it's really... on the list. Did you? No, but I got a whole shopping cart. Oh, okay. Of saved shit on there. Yes. It's in the price range. That's good. I like the... Per- did you... Have you seen the stuff yet? Yeah, girl, have I? First of all, Hi. Rihanna, thank you for coming out with nude she underwear, knew. but the skin tone. She knew. We appreciate you and we love you. Okay? Mwah. That purple robe with the, like, with the little feathers and mm-hmm. fur on it, I just want to, like walk around in it and just like parlay and just chill with my slippers on. Like. Oh, but I want the little furry slippers. Like the little one with yeah. the little kitten. Like you yeah, the kitten. ones you used to dress up in? Yeah. yeah. Six inches. <laughs> oh, I would just be like parlaying on the couch just yes. like, where you going today? Uh, nowhere. Nowhere. I'm just sitting here in my Fenty. They had like a green camisole one. That was really adorbs. Oh. Yeah. So I am uh, ready to be a savage. I can't wait. Listen, as soon as that paycheck come on in and them bills get paid, boo. Yeah, I'm definitely. Rihanna's going to make us poor this summer. She, of, of course. She girl. got these new eyeshadows out, like limited edition. The lips, her lipsticks are the truth. The truth. I am in Oops. love with this whole Fenty business. Mm-hmm. Rihanna is killing them. Shout out to Rihanna. I hope she do. Does she have the shoes with the little fur on them? I don't know, but I'm going to say. That would be. Rihanna. It just crossed my mind, but girl, do it. And then you got to break us off because we came up with the idea that you should do it. That. So, you know, just a percentage. Thanks. Would be fantastic. To match the furry. Yes, oh, girl. God. But eating grapes and cheese. With your wig. Your wig cap on. Oh. Uh, let the breeze blow through my braid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take that. Take that. What? I just felt it. This. <laughs> this is what happens when the spirit moves you. No, you don't know Diddy. Of spirit, I don't know. Diddy is everywhere. Come on, take that. Uh, won't stop. You so uh, Diddy can't stop. If I met Diddy, I probably would fan <laughs> out. I probably would. So fan girl. I am. So we're going to talk about a topic that Daph and I have talked about on numerous occasions off the record and we feel that this is something that could be beneficial ain't that right <laughs> oh and the crowd and the crowd goes wild <laughs> so oh good oh geez so i knew we were going to talk about this topic yes so this morning while riding to work guess the song i was listening to what while sabotage the one with lloyd you know that one my girl likes to sabotage. I love ya. It's like perfect hmm. for the moment. It's a really good song. But this Mental is a really note. good topic. Uh. So we are talking about self-sabotage. Are you a self-sabotager? You probably are. And you don't even know it. Do you think highly critically of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Misha. Hi, Misha. And I am a self-sabotager. Welcome to the club. Thank you. What about yourself? I am. Hello, group. (laughs) My name is Daffodil, and I, too, am a self-sabotager. Thank you. We're here together. 
this is no honestly speaking we like it's it's something you realize about yourself and you want to try and stop if you fully understand what self-sabotaging is yeah and so misha what is self-sabotaging all right according to psychology today let's get our definitions right all right, so self-sabotage's behavior is said to be a self-sabotage when it creates problems and interferes with long-standing goals. So we're just going to end it right there, mm-hmm. right? So sabotaging could be procrastination. I am guilty. Guilty, too. Okay. Yeah. Now, some folks, self-medicating, drugs and alcohol, like comfort eating. I am guilty of that, too. Yes. And forms of self-injury, such as cutting. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that either. But for some people, it's a thing. Yeah. And in some ways, you feel that these things that you do are helpful, but you are really hurting yourself in the long run. So, I could say, like, for myself, sabotage. I think self-sabotage, I've become what I'm getting out of it once we had, like, that really in-depth conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working towards getting out of it. But I am bad like i would just ruin something i don't know because i'm like either expecting something bad to happen or it's like my own little in my own little brain in my own little mind i'll just kind of like i don't know i'll just like ruin something and it's like why'd you do that yeah like you know what you're doing it's like why did you do that I am I am really heavily guilty of self sabotaging myself, and I probably ruined some friendships. I'm sure some family relationships, some some of my own robbing myself of certain opportunities because I'll just you know either procrastinate a lot. I can't see sometimes the good in something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's it's weird. Yeah, I mean I find that for myself. A lot of my self-sabotaging behavior comes from me being highly critical of myself. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I'm working on a project, like, the project has to be great. Mm -hmm. It has to be great. But along with greatness comes my procrastination. And it's like, I will wait. I feel like the, the later the time is the better I, I, I function. Mm -hmm. That's not healthy whatsoever. But, um, like, any arts and craft project or something, like, I am highly critical of myself. Like, everything, every detail has to be right. And not necessarily perfect, but right in its right fashion, in its right space. Um, Even, you know, I feel like with self-sabotaging, for me, like, the, even in relationships, Mm -hmm. it's like you want to, like, I know for a fact that I'm guilty of wanting to be, like, the perfect partner. Mm -hmm. And nobody's perfect. That's the thing. So I'm already sabotaging whatever ideals I have because I'm going to be either, one, overly critical or overly critical of the other person and how they respect my feelings or how they treat me or anything like that. And it's like I'm already letting myself down by like what I'm thinking the the environment I'm already setting in my head and I'm working on that I'm a work in progress I truly am as everyone else should be but I can only speak for myself and I know for a fact that I take precaution when 
I'm doing things or when I'm interacting with people. And sometimes I feel like I'm being myself and it's natural, but it haven't gotten to that part, that part yet where it's just like I'm being free and I'm being who mm-hmm. I am. And you know, I'm learning... Like, this is going to be a continuous, oh yeah, uh, you know, lesson that has to be learned. But I'm learning that you can and you should allow yourself to be happy. That's definite. And I think with the self-sabotage, I've even known, like, even now, I feel like, um, I think sometimes maybe your environment that you've come from mm-hmm. and where you are, sometimes... You set yourself up like the expectation, like, right? So, already expect bad. So, right. I go into it bad, and your partner or whoever, a friend is looking at you like, no, that's that's actually not it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you coming with the negative energy? And it's not necessarily me trying to be negative, but I don't know if it's like a sense of protection for myself or like setting myself up to expect bad. Which is really bad. Yeah, being pessimistic is, is, it can be very damaging. Yeah. Because it's like, do you ever see the good? But I find that, you know what? Something that blew my mind, and I was thinking about our topic earlier today, was that even though it's called self-sabotaging, we can see it in other people before we see it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we can see them sabotaging their self, like, you know, themselves and their selves and whoever, and before we act, like it's like get the mold out of your own eye before you see someone else's mm-hmm. but it's like we see it in other people first and then you gotta step back and take a look at yourself later on but mm-hmm. you done already pointed out somebody else's issues mm-hmm. and I find that 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 can be damaging as well mm-hmm. cause it's all you already perceived someone else in a certain light oh they're already a self sabotager they never make positive comments they always you know always so pessimistic or they're always thinking about well what if something bad happened like i want to be around them i don't want to you know deal with people like that or be in that type type of environment but you too play a part in that and it's like what part of yourself do you have to look at in order to to you know just just to stop it Mm -hmm. or at least like counteract those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, like, us going in head first, like, oh, I know this is going to be bad, or this, right. that. Like, why do we always look at the bad? Like, why can't we go in with, like, it's going to be good? I would even say with us starting the podcast, like, we've talked yeah. about this for months. Very, we've months. Ever. Okay? And we never, I think it was, like, our own fears and yeah. thoughts, and it was like, well, everybody got a podcast. Well, why can't like what was what what makes you different and you know it's like those thoughts start to settle in and then you never end up doing it yeah and your like, thoughts stop we yes like we we tried to do it we did a test run mm-hmm. and then we stopped for about a month and a half like we didn't do anything yeah because we had a certain date lined up yeah. but we had to kind of get out of our own way mm-hmm. and just kind of jump in because we would have been sitting here 2019 like yeah dad we're gonna start that we podcast and it's our own procrastination that kind of hinders you. And from the looks of it as of now, like, we're getting a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that you only do more harm than good. You think that you're controlling the environment. Oh, you're controlling it all right. Like, sure. 
but you're ruining everything else around you. Exactly. Like, if your partner is showing you nothing but love and respect and honor and, and, and there's really no issues present, why are you coming with the drama? Like, with, just from nothing. From nowhere. Just nothing. Like, that's even, like, one of uh, of the six, like, um, reasons is, is, like, pure boredom. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it's just experience as well. It's like, yeah. oh, you know when people say, um, oh, well... Uh, like, I don't know if it's actually, like, a saying, like, when things are quiet, and it's like, oh, well, let me stir up some trouble or yeah. something like that. Like, and it's people like, who always look for trouble. Mm-hmm. It's like, do is there anything that happens that's good to you today? Mm-hmm. Or just in mm-hmm. general? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's always something that's negative mm-hmm. or downing or, like, a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's, that's very, like, you're doing damage to yourself, but your environment... And the people and the relationships and just the experience that you're having as an individual mm-hmm. is being je- jeopardized really mm-hmm. like you're you're n- not doing justice to yourself like you're not there's nothing pleasing about that and if it is then there's some other issues that you need to look into I know that for a fact when I was in school I I did this a lot in high school but I felt like it was to psych myself out. So almost like reverse psychology on mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm not going to pass this test. I would be like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not passing this test here. Like, I studied for it, but nothing set in. I, you know, I did all I could. Like, I went for tutoring and whatever else. I did my homework. I did my projects. But for this test here, I'm not going to pass. And I realized it one time. Not one time. It happened a few times. This is why it became a cycle almost, where I went into class. I sat there already to myself, so my mind was already made up that I wasn't going to pass, and I aced that test. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy? Hell no. That's not. Mm-hmm. But using reverse psychology on yourself, I'm thinking, oh, shoot. So if I get my hopes up, I, you know, if I get my hopes up, I won't fall so hard. Yeah. I won't hit the ground like you know. I won't. I won't hit rock bottom so hard. But if I are, if I'm already in the mindset of being at rock bottom, I can't go nowhere but up. Mm-hmm. And that's not. That's not good. No. At all. And it's like a term I remember learning in school. Gosh, I cannot remember the name. But it's like when I succeed, it's like a like four squares. When I succeed, it's because I did it right. So when something goes bad, then it's like oh no. Well, the professor didn't like me. She didn't like me anyway. Or this day, and so it's like everyone's against you. And it's like, no, maybe you just didn't study. Maybe you didn't put forth the effort. Exactly. You know? That's And that's something that's real. Like, that's a real-life issue. And I feel like that is is not discussed in schools, especially not high schools. No. But in, in college... You may touch on it if you're in, like, psychology or taking one of the mind studies. And it's... I don't know. How did it come about? I remember we, me, you, and our um, our girlfriend was having a group chat. We right. were in a group chat together. And I don't know if it was me that brought it up. I had a long conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo. I do remember saying, like... I like this was a real thing. Like all these feelings that all this, you know, stuff I was doing to myself, 
I didn't know it was an actual term. I didn't know self-sabotage mm-hmm. was actually a real thing. Yeah. And then we were in the group chat, and then you started, and she started, and I was like, oh, so I'm not by myself. Oh, like, oh, you so, are not alone. Oh, so the whole gang gang here, yes. we, we all self-sabotage in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And it's just really not healthy, and I just feel in the world that we live in that you should give yourself the credit that you deserved. And stop procrastinating about stuff. Like, go ahead and get that shit. Like, that's what you want. Go get it. It might be hard because I think sometimes even my own self-confidence about certain things. Like, I could be super confident about something. Mm -hmm. And then when I go in, I'll like, Oh, yeah. But in my mind, my mind is working like a mile a minute because, like, I'm like, oh, that don't sound right. But (laughs) it won't allow me to, like put it out there and I think I'm like afraid of judgment so and then I don't know if like I equate that to like self worth sometimes like the judgment that you receive is like you know it's not like oh I hate myself like no it's not that but I think sometimes depending where I am mentally maybe that day Mm -hmm. I may not be able to take it you know what I mean yeah I don't know But some of the reasons of self-sabotage is, like, self-worth. You know, when you feel you're, like, undeserving of success or happiness. And I've been there plenty of times. Like, Mm -hmm. you feel that, like I said earlier, like, you deserve to be happy. And you should feel that. If you want to feel happy. Your happiness does not rest upon someone else's demise. That's a word. That's a word. (laughs) It really doesn't. And I feel like as a culture, as society, we feel like in order for me to feel good and to be good and do good, someone else has to be doing bad. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, just down in the dumps or not as worthy as I am. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. That's that's very false. Like, you can be doing good and I can be doing good as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be having a great mood in a wonderful mind state, a mindset I can too at the same time simultaneously Mm -hmm. and just because you're trying to be in a positive mind state does not mean you have to down someone else at all because that's and for real that's that's like doing the 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 opposite Mm -hmm. that's the opposite Mm because then you're trying to to find pleasure in someone else's demise and that doesn't work yeah so we have self-worth control perceived fraudulence now this one kind of threw me for a loop because mm-hmm. it says alright like this is an example like you may do the bare minimum and hope it goes unnoticed or you may push hard and go big but worry you'll be revealed at any moment hmm like is it I'm trying to understand that like is that me being a fraud like why am I not just putting forth the energy and Either way, wait, feeling like a fraud easily leads you towards procrastination and diversion. Feeling like you're not worthy enough. Almost. And it's like, wait, before... Okay, so say you're not good at writing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if I try not to take on the task of writing, even though that's in my job description, or, you know, just go up to the person and talk to them, maybe they won't find out that I'm not good at writing. You know, and that's how I, I think. Okay, be, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I remember when I was in a um, writing workshop. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, in writing workshops, you always have to trade work. Oh. I will always put my work at the bottom of the pile, like, please. Or I would, like, when it comes for workshop day, I'll try to, like, be absent. Because I think my own, it was like, wow, I'm about to be put on the front lines. Like, this is, like, some of my deepest thoughts, like, my writing up for discussion. Mm -hmm. And I will receive a lot of good feedback, but it would just make me turn into a hermit crab. And I think I would try to push it off, like, oh, I'm not that good of a writer. I think I would try to, like, dumb it down. Mm -hmm. So if it didn't, if the feedback wasn't as great, then I would just be like, oh, well, I knew I wasn't really that great of a writer. Right. And then, but then if it's great, I don't know if that would make me feel more inclined to write. Mm -hmm. Because that's like letting someone in in another zone of you that you don't really show to everyone else. Yeah. I mean, that's like this podcast. Yeah, true. Because we were talking about things that we would probably have, like, private conversations about mm-hmm. just amongst ourselves. And we're letting the world in. So it's like, hmm, let's see. Oh, God. And it's just, and see, I feel anxiety a little bit mm-hmm. when, even when I even record? think about it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you, but, like. Oh, this is going to be produced. People and... are going to hear this. Uh-huh. They're going to hear what we're talking about or they're going to hear... What, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, do my thoughts matter? Like, yes, I have social media, mm-hmm. but not everybody's thoughts matter to me. Mm-hmm. But if I'm put being put and putting myself on this platform for public, the public to hear what I'm saying, does what I'm saying matter to them? Like Maybe not to everyone. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody, hey guys. Um, to somebody. somebody, anybody, everybody, <laughs> somebody out there. It, it applies to someone, and you know, we're learning that you get good feedback, you get bad, but at the end of the day, do not equate that to your self worth. So, we feel, and I think this is an act that we do now, and for you guys to, if you want to join on in with us. If you recognize this behavior, that's really a great start. Yes. That's that's number one. You know, it's like, I I am a self-sabotager. But also, you know, be real with yourself. You know, try to figure it out. Ask the friends and family around you, like, hey. That you truly respect, that you truly respect their opinions. Their opinions. Yes. Hey, am I doing, like, maybe is a situation that led to an argument? Mm-hmm. Is it something that I constantly do in an argument or a debate or, or, you know, some type of conversation that kind of gets me going in this self-sabotaging behavior? Um, And be careful for enablers, for people who just say what you want to hear or what they think you want to hear, because in the end, that does not help you, especially if you're trying to better yourself and grow as an individual and just acknowledge, like, your behavior traits that may or may not be positive. Um, try not to, to, not to, I'm not saying don't value their opinion, but just know that, ask the question, is it good for my personal growth, what they're telling me right now? Well, this is like a word. Make a decision that you are willing to lose another person rather than lose yourself. Sometimes you have to let some people go. 
You have to. Yeah. That's just kind of the way it goes. And it's unfortunate. I mean, sometimes I feel like a lot of time, time keeps us. Time bounds us together. Yeah, bounds us together, but. Not necessarily. Not if it's detrimental to yourself. Mm-hmm. To your self-worth and, like, your self-respect and, and how you view yourself. Sometimes you just have to say, hey, this person isn't good for my well-being. Mm-hmm. It isn't good for my, you know, it, this environment isn't good for my, my well-being. And proceed from there and acknowledge and, like, research and just look for things that can, you know, possibly help you get get yourself out of that situation. Maybe it's a conversation you need to have. And, you know... And be wary, like, you know, because sometimes, like, you know how we were saying, like, you know, enablers? Mm-hmm. Like, they're the ones that are closest to us that kind of creates this self-sabotaging behavior. Like, okay, yes, it's self-sabotaging. It's me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, times, like, uh, I know I would say for myself in my own experience... I've been told no one's going to love you. No one wants to be there for you. And I think it created that control factor for me. So when I did get in something new, that's already in my mind. So you have to be careful of the people that's planting seeds right around you, for sure. Because that garden is going to burn to shreds. So you really have to be mindful of that. And this is all about caring for self. Yeah, I think we're really in that age of... You have to care for yourself. Um, I think since we had that conversation off the record about self-sabotage, I've been really working, like, hella hard to, like, when I feel like those thoughts are filtering in, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I'm better than that. No, me. Like, that's not it. And it's just that you have to know when you're going through this process, because, yes, it is a process. This is, you're not, there's, there may be a change in one day, but more than likely, there's not going to be a change overnight. Mm-mm. But through this process, you have to realize that everyone that you're around and that you have relationships with are not going to be in your corner when you're doing this. They're not going to be mm-hmm. in your corner. They're not going to be, you know, they, you may have what you call haters. They may be some haters out there, and they're like, oh, man, you ain't going to go through with it. Like, you just doing this now, and it's just a phase or whatever. But when you're trying to develop yourself for the better, you have to know what's good for you. You have to write down, even if you have to write down on your notes on paper and pen or something, and say, what's good for me? Are these thoughts I'm having rational? Mm-hmm. Are these clear? Is there a meaning behind what I'm what I'm saying? Are these thoughts yeah, that I'm having? Com- where does where it, does it come stem from? from? Yeah. Because it can stem from childhood. Mm-hmm. It can stem from a relationship that you had with somebody, and they, they made you know one mistake and said something to you that was negative, and that stuck, that planted that seed. Mm-hmm. And, and you then now know, you're going something new. Right, and you're going something new thinking the with same With that thing. same old behavior. Right, that's and, true. And you start ruining everything or around you. Or if you're working you. with people... And, you know, you already have your mind that you don't like working with groups. You got to work with groups. You're coming in already with that, that stink mindset. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that clouded judgment and you're putting that in a new group. Or you're, you know, if you're working at work and you're used to controlling the situation. But you know that this time you have to work with people who may be better at some things than you or may not be better. You may be better at some things than they are. But you have to be able to to work with other individuals and just, you know, know that not everything is going to go your way all the time. But be open. Be open. 
I agree. So that was our healthy moment. Yes. Let us know. What are some of your self-sabotaging ways? What are some of the the things that you, you do or, you know, that you, that you kind of think of or mantras that you repeat to yourself to get yourself out of the funk or out of that mindset? What steps do you take? Mm-hmm. We would definitely like to know that. Yeah. So let us know at Puff Puff Give. Was it Business One? Is it Business One? Nope. Puff Puff Give. <laughs> business one at gmail.com let us know write to us let us know what what it is that you think or even just comment it like you know comment in this the captions below in the space below underneath this episode if you you know if you want to start identifying some things because you may have throw something out there in the comment section that someone else didn't think about and they're like wait do i do that too Oh man, maybe if if I do that, like what's what's something I can say or do to get myself out of that mindset? Agreed. No one likes a messy mind. <laughs> Take care of that mind. You only get one, you know. You sure do. Yeah, keep refreshing it. Keep when learning you get older, new. you may lose it, and that's not. We don't, don't want, want that. that. No. 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 Yup. <laughs> Ginkgo works. It's it a vitamin. It's, it's 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 a natural herb that you I can take. Love That's it, a supplement. Guys. It really kind of clear. Like I can forget a lot of things. <laughs> Daph will tell you she calls me Dory. Yeah, she's saving my phone as Dory the fish from <laughs> Finding Dory, <laughs> the sequel to Finding Nemo. Yeah, I really do forget a lot of things, but the ginkgo, it kind of clears my thoughts. That's good. And it just, it, I actually do remember. I haven't yeah. been that bad lately. So do you think it can be a combination of taking a ginkgo mm-hmm. as a placebo? I agree. And then mentally, you're, you're already, oh, if I take this, it's almost like eating the Skittle kind of test. Mm-hmm. Where you eat the Skittle, you know, oh, that's going to, you know, help me be more active or increase my, maybe not increase my metabolism, but just help me be more active mm-hmm. and think clearly. I agree. Where afterwards, you know. You, down the line, you may not necessarily need it. I mean, I think ginkgo definitely has its health benefits, for sure. Oh, yeah, sure. definitely. Don't, but I do yeah. think with the mind, you know, kind of plays tricks on you. So I was like, oh, ginkgo, wow, I'm remembering. And it's like, maybe I'm kind of just slowing down my brain a little bit to kind of focus on something else. Right. And not actually forget. Because mm-hmm. I have like 10 million things going on. So, ginkgo does work, guys. But this will be, do we have any closing? I say... Write some positive things down that you don't mind saying to yourself. I am beautiful. I would do great things. I would increase a better atmosphere when I'm around others. I love myself. And just those are just examples. And I'm pretty sure you can come up with better ones. But say those to yourself in the morning, at night, when you're just thinking idle time. So that your mind doesn't fully wander down the road, down the wrong road. Mm-hmm. And just remind yourself that you are worth being loved. You are worth good times and great experiences and blessings. And, like, God loves you. If you believe in God, God loves you. Whatever God you believe in. Or if you don't, Earth loves you. The atmosphere loves you. Um, and just try to stop the stinking thinking, people. Yeah, because this is really not healthy, and you'll just ruin everything. So, on that note, we would like to say so long, farewell, 
to you, my friend. Goodbye for now. Get it. Until we meet again. Ooh, I like that. She's, I don't know that Disney one. Disney Channel, guys. Um, and I was oh. a Nickelodeon kid. I was too, but I also had Disney Channel on cable. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I only had it when I went to my grandma's house, but. All right, guys, we're out of here. This Puff Puff Give, I'm Mish. I'm Dad. We out. Love y'all. Peace.